Good morning. My name is Angelo. I'm the new curate in the church. And thank you very much for coming. Everything was said in the video. We could go home now. I love Nehemiah and I feel so identified with him because I encourage you to read these few chapters. Read it as a as a action thriller novel type. Sometimes when we read the Bible, we scheme read. Try to imagine what happened. Try to imagine um, the ins and outs of the story. And I love Nehemiah because it has everything what a good story could have. Of course, prayer, kingdoms, Israel, rebuild, war, hard work, worship is all in there. It's all in there. And it starts with chapter 1 saying that he was a cupbearer. Any, any cupbearers here? Do you know what a cupbearer used to do? Is not the one going around saying, some more juice, some more juice. It was a political, influential, almost a, as an advisor role to the king. When I read this passage, I imagine the king talking to Nehemiah. Do you trust these guys? You know, the ones that just came. Yeah, they are right. I talked to their servants in the kitchen. I imagine all this. I'm sorry. Too vivid. And what about these other guys? Do you No, I don't trust those. They are a bit linked. I don't know. I imagine the king telling Nehemiah, let's get rid of them. Kill them. I don't know. He doesn't say... But I do think that Nehemiah was a capable man. That was the first nugget of my message. The second, do you know how long he prayed from where he heard the report to when the king asked? Give me some numbers. A week. More? Ten days? A month. Who says a month? A month? Oh, 40 days. 40 days, a very biblical number. Very good. 40 days to the one. Four and a half months. Four and a half months. Have you ever prayed for something being sad in your heart for so long? Four and a half months. And if you ask me, why are you so identified with Nehemiah? To be honest, because he didn't hear the voice of God. He heard a report. He 
got a piece of news, a newspaper. He read. Do you know what I'm talking about? He wasn't like Moses seeing a burning bush and, oh, let me see what this is. Or like Abraham having a, a vision of God. But he was compelled to do something just by listening to it. And I believe that I, in my ministry, I identify like this. I haven't heard God saying, you do this or you do that. And as a young man, I've heard that it was the apartheid time in South Africa. And that was, I believe, the first world news that, that really touched my heart. And I said, I have to be there. Now, now you know how old I am. And short after that, we embarked to South Africa in Mozambique, where I spent a few years of my life. I got to know my wife, the one that is always here. Not today. She's in Vienna, in Wien, on the holidays with our girls. And, and then when we came back, We started praying about where, 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 where is our space? Where do we need to go? And of course, you want to have that bush experience or that visitation from God. And we got more and more reports always involved in missions, in reports about Southeast Asia and how the gospel is so hard to preach in those places. And that's why I've been working for the last 14, 15 years with a mission organization called OMF. And how everything started is with a report. We need to do something. There are people that do not know Jesus. And I could tell you why Southeast Asia and not other parts of the world Number one, half of the population of the world lives in that part of the earth. Half. Three of the main religious religions of the world are represented heavily in that part of the world. Is number four is the place where the church is more persecuted. And is the place where we, where you can see more famine and war and richness, technology. So it's everything in one pot. So we need to do something. That's what I said. So I encourage you this morning to be like Nehemiah. Don't expect that bush experience or that visitation, that dream from God to tell you what to do. But there is a topic, I don't know it, only you know it. Every time you hear that, every time you hear someone talking or a piece of news in the TV, that your heart goes, this is me. And, and, and as 
the same as Nehemiah, sometimes we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do next. And Nehemiah is a great example. You know what he did? He prayed. He prayed. So I encourage you to to learn more about that topic that the Lord is putting in your heart. It could be your ministry or your future ministry. Learn about the topic. If it's a people group on earth or if it's a ministry that you think I would love to know more about. Maybe it's a country and you don't know why. I encourage you to learn more about it. And I encourage parents to teach their kids about those places or about those issues. An issue that my kids were always uh, very touched and moved is with bullying in schools. Okay, well, let's learn together about this. It's not just something that you do when you go to school. Let's learn at home. What can we do? So Nehemiah is a, is a template for me of, of how to do things. Number one, and this is the exercise for you for next week. Number one, read the whole book at once. It's so short, I tell you, it's so short that most of the copies <coughs> of the book that are together with Ezra, it's just one scroll. It wasn't worth cutting the scroll in half. Just We write the whole thing in one scroll. Read it at once. And then learn about that thing that stirs your heart. Pray for that thing. Learn and pray. Learn and pray. Nehemiah did something that we, he didn't do something that we very quickly do. And you know what it is? Very quickly he started, he didn't start talking about it. He didn't say anything. He kept it. He learned it. He he treasured that thing in his heart. And maybe if the king wouldn't have asked, he would just be an intercessor for the country. But someone asked. Wait for someone to ask. Even if it takes four and a half months. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the story of Nehemiah, the story of, of, of an ordinary man, not a priest, not a, a prophet, someone that is a normal guy in the marketplace, hearing something that stirred his heart. And I pray for us that we, we normal people, when we hear something that it comes from you, when we hear something that, that stirs our imagination, that we won't lose it, we won't just run to the next thing, but treasure it, pray for it, intercede for, for, for the ins and outs of 
who is involved in that issue. Maybe something with youth or something in the, in the, in the area, in healing. Something with elderly. The financial crisis. Something that is stirring and very dear to our heart. I pray that you would give us wise counselors. That you will give us opportunities to, to learn more about. Help us as parents to foster that that intercessory heart in our children to pray for the issues that, that, that bother us, that touches us. And I pray that we will be relented and, 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 and so dedicated as Nehemiah was in praying, but also in working, in acting what he was praying for, putting everything on the line dedicating time and money and, and strength and ideas. I pray that you would do your work in our heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.